I do that to my fucking kids when we're like learning spelling words. I'm like, B-L-A-C-K is the word black. B-L-A-C-K. B-L-A. What? <laughs> my kids just like, shut the fuck up, mom. Your poor kids. I know it works. They love it. It works. It's probably For fun to have a mom like you, you know? It better be. Damn! Do you need a pillow for your foot? No, I got a foot. Are you sure? Actually, There's a I have a pillow right, right here. Yeah. Look at I won't that. be able to feel it is the problem. Ooh, Do you need fuck. help? No. Oh, scratched it. one thing you'll learn about me. I don't need any help. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> you would have fucking never made it here without my help. I would have never made it. You this dropped whole a crutch. This whole two weeks. I don't I'm know how you've done it. so fucking incapacitated in every way. Like I'll just I'll just get it myself. I got a burrito out of spite one time. You got a burrito out of spite? Like you got out of bed and I, grabbed it? Yeah, I got out of bed and went and got it. And I bet that really showed Brandon. He just spells. followed behind me the whole time with a stupid little grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> is this Being your like, goddamn that you, you had surgery ask. finally? <laughs> uh, my goddamn is that I had surgery finally. Yay! Woo! And I went in yesterday. To here's my biggest boot Look for at that. everyone on Patreon. It's been two weeks, right? Yep, it's two weeks today. Uh-huh. And I went in yesterday to have her look at it again. She unwrapped it all, and I got all of the gory pictures, and it's great. <laughs> it looks like a dead foot. It's a dead foot. Yeah. And then she said, "You're gonna have to start bending your toes. Yeah. For your toe, right? So you yeah. don't get scar tissue and whatever, and like build up, and it. you need your fucking range of motion." I was like, "Cool, no problem. That sounds like super easy." How I'll for far, sure do that someday. How far should I do that? Oh, I do it all the fucking time because I'm really? a psychopath. But I was like, how far should I do it? And she was like, oh, I'll show you. And I was like, cool. And then she grabbed my toe and then she bent it backward. And I nearly crawled out of the fucking chair. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, that hurts a lot. <laughs> Did you see white? <laughs> yeah, right? And then she goes, and then you just go down. And then she pulled my foot. She just my ignored toe you down. yelling. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I held on to my foot like, you're not fucking going anywhere, bitch. And then I, she pushed it down, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's worse. <laughs> I nearly pissed myself oh my when she God. was bending them. It hurt so fucking bad. I feel like she should have gone slower. So fucking bad. Or is it like you just got to rip off the Band-Aid and do it? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I've never done it before. She went slow when she did it. She was, like, looking me in the eyes with her fucking... Waiting for you to be like, tap out. Uncle! Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, and then afterwards, she was like... Uh, so just do that like a couple times a day, and I was like, okay, how far should I be bending it? Like forward I blacked and out. Yeah, <laughs> right. And she goes, oh, just about as like as just as far as I did it. And I was like, I'm gonna be honest, my eyes were closed. Because <laughs> that shit hurts so fucking bad. She's like, I'll do it again. She did. She's no. like, do you want me to do it again? And I was like, kind of, but like no, but yes, so that I can see it. <laughs> and how then she far did. back? Do it on like your thumb. I mean, it just, like, as far as it'll go, basically. Just like do it I... as far as it'll fucking go until it hurts a lot, and then... Like that. And then hold it. Yeah, but it's less You're... than that for me. Oh, really? Hey. Like, hey. Look at that little Oh, look at it go! Yeah. It's like you're just lifting your toes off the pavement. Yeah. Yeah. Did it hurt? That hurts so Are fucking okay? bad. Don't hurt yourself today. Today's not about exercising. T- today's not about today. stretching this bitch out. Today's about relaxing with my bestie. Yeah. Because do you want to hear my goddamn? What? Mine is that I took this whole fucking week off of work because I may or may not have had a mental mental breakdown. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah. Solid for truth menti B. Oh no. And my boss was like, you should take the week off. <laughs> Your boss recommended it? Yes. Oh no. I think she's afraid I'm going to fucking flip a table and quit. Which, I mean, to be honest, I was 
was getting there. Is a like, risk, yeah. Yeah, and it had, like, work isn't even, work is just, like, a small little part of it, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, life has been so fucking crazy. I feel like it has been for everybody. Like, yeah. a lot of people feel this way. It's just been so out of control and insane. Anyway, so if you were ever thinking about taking a week off with no vacation plans or anything and you just wanted to, like, sleep your life away and do whatever the fuck you would do if you didn't have a job, uh, highly recommend it. This is your (laughs) sign to try it because it has been the best week of my life. Oh, my God. I bet. Oh, my God. I haven't done shit and I've needed it so bad. Yeah. Like, I just sit around all day. I take naps all the time. I might like wash a dish here or there i literally had a therapy session on tuesday which was only day two of vacation and i was like oh my god i think i'm depressed all i want to do is sleep all the time like i'm really worried that i'm depressed and she's like well yeah you would be depressed with everything going on in your life that's normal but like you're just tired like if this happens for a month then talk to me about depression right but like you're okay like you're catching up right now yeah and i was (laughs) like well i don't feel like doing anything like my dishes and my sink are like piled up she's like that's okay like do you do you need them to be cleaned and i'm like not really she's like that's fine and if you feel like you need to do something to feel accomplished go do a dish and then go back and watch a tv show and do a dish during the commercial break or whatever like yeah yeah you know breaking it down into smaller tasks and i'm like oh my god like everything in my life is always like 100 or nothing like you have yeah. to do all the dishes And then you can sit down. Otherwise, the night's not done or whatever. And it's just been so fucking nice. Isn't it awful how we do that to ourselves? I know. Because it's not necessary. All the invisible rules. Yeah. All of them. Even even in my own life, though, I'm like, oh, I feel guilty. And I'm like, stop it. Yeah. But to Nobody said that to you. You feel guilty to you. Yeah. And it's stupid. I know. I hate it. There's no reason to. No. Like, I'm not guilt tripping myself. Why do I do it all the fucking time? Yeah. I know. Nobody's guilting me. Nobody's trying to make me feel any kind of certain way, but I take it and I twist it in my head in some sick way of like, oh, I'm not being enough for everybody around me. Yeah. You haven't accomplished all of the things. Oh, God. No. And then yesterday I told my kid, because it's literally every five seconds when my kid is home, is like, mom, 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 mom. And I told him yesterday, I was like, dude, moms deserve to sit down and get to, like, fucking watch TV for hours at a time, just like you do, okay? So let me go sit and watch Ooh. my show. Yeah. What'd he say? He's like, no, you fucking He didn't don't. say fucking shit. He's just like, anyway, yeah, but... Um, Can you do that after you get me a water? This cup tastes gross, because I've been drinking it from it for two days. And I'm like, yeah, you've been drinking water from it for two days. You're fine. Yeah. But let me get you a fucking cup and then leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) You know where the stool is, kid. I know. Oh, but that's always the worst idea. Like, I want him to be independent, but whoo, does he make a mess in his little independent (laughs) life? Well, especially in your little booby-trapped cup cabinet. Anything you open in my house just falls down. No, it's like water. Like, he, I saw him the other day getting him and his brother a water cup, like in a sippy cup, which nobody asked for, for the record. Like, nobody was like, I need water. And he was like, anyway, me and my brother need water. And he had two of the sippy cups out and a giant like mug like a stanley mug but not stanley you know Mm -hmm. and he had filled that up with water and then he was pouring it into the sippy cups to fill those up with water it was just fucking water everywhere so he just wanted to play with water yeah Yeah. and then like screwing the lids on they were too full so like the water overflowed Mm -hmm. and i was just like oh my god and then his brother was like i'm okay i already have water and i'm like i have three new dishes yeah right this is why i don't want to do dishes and they've all touched the ground oh yeah like i can't just like dump the water and put it back yeah like i don't know what his hands had touched we were just outside playing soccer it's definitely the worms on him yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) anyway yay yay i'm so glad you did it would you do your surgery again knowing where you're at right now like are you going to do the second foot someday considering the second foot should be weight bearing at this point 
like right now, mm-hmm. this one is a longer uh, recovery time. So I still can't w- put weight on it for four weeks after this. Oh. But if I do the regular ass surgery on my left foot, I would be weight bearing today. Already. And so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like given like everything. the worst one first. Yeah. Given Good every, job. all of that, like the pain and everything, it sucks, obviously, but there's drugs and. You've given birth. I've given birth. Like, you, you can't fucking pain. hurt me, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the things that I say to myself <laughs> are more painful yeah. than any physical pain you could inflict. In the mirror every morning is worse <laughs> than any fucking physical torture you could do oh, on my foot. no. So, yeah, I'd do it again. And also, like, Brandon has been over the fucking top great with taking Aww. care of me and all that. He's like, you need to stop apologizing. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, it, it feels so fucking frustrating to not be able to move around or do everything because you can't hold anything when you're walking around with crutches so I can't just like oh let me clean up the house really quick for help constantly yeah Yeah. I can't I can't do shit I'm like can you grab my drink and bring it up for me can you fucking stand right there so that when I'm done wiping what we should get you a cup holder for your crutches I know right what a great idea like a basket or something you could probably crochet one probably could I won't be needing them that long. Actually, I do need them for another four weeks. I yeah, could. Yeah, you, you know, could. And then we'll just put, like, a cardboard. on it. Yeah. <laughs> we could put, like, a little cardboard thing on it to give it sturdy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are my tricked-out crutches. <laughs> you should crochet little armpit things. You know how people put, like, towels on the yeah. armpits? Oh, that's the other thing. They fucking hurt, man. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they suck. Have you ever used crutches before this? One time. But I, I was always too short, so I just assumed they hurt because yeah. of that. Yeah, Like, because I was using adult crutches you and you have like to... walking st- with them straight out. No, I put them out, like, out, out, like, <laughs> wings, because I was like, I can't reach the ground if they're up high. <laughs> I would always just put the legs out and put them under my armpit, because I, too, had the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, they do start to hurt after a while. Yeah, they're terrible. It doesn't take long, actually. No, they're they're bad. And then my wrists were hurting, or, like, my hands, my palms were hurting from these things. Yeah. The whole thing just fucking sucks. But I would still do it again. And And look, you're here now. I'm here now. And her cast pumps up like Air Nikes. It does. It's got a little bump on there that I can blow this bitch up. Blow that bitch up. Fucking deflate it with that little bitch right there. No big deal. I asked the doctor, I was like, wow, so when do I do that? Like, how does that work? And she said, and I quote, I don't know. Do you want the instructions? I was like, I fucking guess. <laughs> what do you mean? If you can't fucking tell me what it's for, yeah, I guess yeah. I'll take the instructions. Uh, you know, like, want to read them real quick? When you're wearing the boot to make it fit right? Well, I didn't know. I don't, like, where does it blow up? I, I have to feel it. Yeah, yeah. There's no, and I'm half my foot is numb. So is I it can't, still numb? Yeah. Damn. Like, my big toe? Can't feel that, bitch. That's crazy. On the right, I can. Is it because of the nerves? Me. Like, they cut the nerves or something and they have to grow back? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It could be months like that, I guess. Oh, they That'd didn't take weird. out my stitches yesterday either. She said, we were going to take out your stitches today, but I'm going to leave them in for another week. And I was like, fucking tight. Well, that's good. <laughs> it wasn't it was good, fine. though, because I really wanted to take them out because it feels like it's going to scratch and itch. Ooh. Like, it feels like it's going to feel good yeah, when she I takes bet. it out. You're Ugh. making me want to itch my foot out of, like, sympathy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and do that for you. When she unwrapped it, I just immediately started, like, scratching the top of my foot. I'm like, uh, I should probably stop. But it, it feels, feels so good. So good. Yeah. And then she came in, and she was like, Jesus Christ. And I was like, I'm sorry, it's red, because I scratched it. <laughs> it's not, it wasn't like that before. I you took a picture. should have taken, yeah. <laughs> like, you should have taken a picture before you left this room. Yeah. <laughs> like, scratching all around it. Yeah. It feels so good. Oh, shit. Well, do you want to talk about murder? Yes, ma'am. Good, because I'm going to tell you a story about some murder. 
Okay. This week we are going to talk about Joanna Simpson. Joanna Simpson. Those are two very interesting names. Yes. Y'all stalling. So there's not a lot of information about the before time, so we're jumping into it. Love it. As we tend to do on this episode. As we do. On this podcast? Not just this episode. (laughs) This episode in particular. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in November of 1998, a woman by the name of Joanna Simpson met a man by the name of Robert Brown while they were on a trip in South Africa. Ooh, okay. Uh, Where are they from? They're from England. Okay. So Robert was a British Airlines pilot, and by that's all we know about him. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> professional I, commercial airline pilot, making some bank. Mm-hmm. Also, Joanna, I don't recall what her reputation was, but it sounds like she was doing pretty good herself. Okay, her reputation or her occupation? Occupation. Both of them don't know anything about. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded like she was okay. All right, she was doing good for herself. Good. So they met in 98, in November of 98, and by February of 99, they were married. Damn. So it was a hard and fast love connection. I guess. My next bullet literally says, their romance was a whirlwind and happened hard and fast. Oh, (laughs) hard and fast, fast and loose. Yeah, exactly. But by the end of the honeymoon, Joanna had realized that she had made a terrible mistake. Her honeymoon. Uh Uh-oh. On the honeymoon. And she calls her mom and she's like, "Uh uh-oh, I think I made a terrible mistake because Robert turns out he's an awful person. What? Yeah, I guess he was treating the hotel staff really rude and like just overall not very nice. And she was like, oh, fuck, man. I married this guy. Oh, no. And she called her mom to say that on the honeymoon. Oh, no. I know. But only weeks later, she found out that she was pregnant. So she decided to stay with Robert, even though he's an awful person. Oh, God. And she was going to try really hard to make her marriage work. Oh, God, that sucks. I know. First of all, could you imagine saying yes to someone who proposed fucking three months later? Well, they would have proposed sooner than that. Probably, yeah. And then to find out on your honeymoon that they're really awful and you don't want to be married to them. You know, I feel like we're slowly curving into this, like, world and period of time where it's just like, fuck it, get a divorce. Like, you know, (laughs) get out now. Jump ship while you can. Yeah, whereas, like, you know, our generation and before was like you you try to make it work. Yeah. And I feel like our kids are going to grow up and be like, I don't understand why that's a problem. (laughs) Um, Or maybe it's from living in California. Maybe it's from living in California. Yeah. Because yeah. I imagine, like, people around, like, the Bible Belt and stuff still like frown upon divorce stick, and all that. Yeah, I got to yeah. stay with the family, especially if you're pregnant. But really, the only reason to not get a divorce or whatever is, like, a religious reason or, like, family reasons. Yeah. Or you don't want to be embarrassed. Like, yeah, I made a real big mistake. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, that's kind of, like, the culture, right, yeah. of our society was, like, it's so taboo for yeah, whatever reason. Yeah, like, frowned upon. Yeah, yeah, frowned upon. And I feel like we're kind of going to the, like, world of, like, I mean, he's fucking ter- He did that shit. That's not your fault. Get out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't stand with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, so she's like, ah, fuck, I'm pregnant. I'll stick around and make my marriage work. Okay. Friends say that Robert was constantly putting Joanna down and criticizing her parenting and her cooking and overall was just, like, not a nice guy to be around. Sounds like a fucking peach. All of her friends and family hated him. Yeah. Like, fuck, we hate this guy. What? Okay, there's a certain point, though, that your friends and family are going to be like, Mm. you know, you made a mistake. You yeah, but if she's divorced. standing up for him, I could see, like, if let's say this were happening to me. And yeah. you came to me and you were like, you got to leave him, whatever. If you did it too many times, yeah, I'd you'd cut, cut you out of my life. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, okay, listen, I hear you, but I'm staying. So yeah. then you have to support me or leave, yeah. you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know if that's the case, that but I wonder though. if that's what happened. You know, like, if they just kind of got the hint and they were like, all right, we'll just be quiet. Yeah. And just keep an eye on her. Ugh. One of the friends had actually reported Robert to the police because he rode his bike, like, bicycle, 
towards her and her children and then veered away at the last second like some sort of sick joke. Like he was just being a dick. Mm -hmm. But like it was her kids in danger. But it's a bicycle? Yeah. But like I'm going to run your kids over with a bike? That's fucked up. Yeah. They wouldn't die, but they could get hurt. Like I'd be pissed. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just trying to think of a world in which a bicycle is threatening. And a man on a bicycle. <laughs> Maybe he was being a dick beforehand and then hopped on the bike and was just, like, speeding right at him. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of silly. <laughs> on his little mongoose. I mean, is, have it, you is that a huffy? It's <laughs> coming right for me. <laughs> He's got a little fucking basket. Yeah. Screamers. Ding, 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 ding. Better get out of the way. Cling, cling. I'm going to get you. <laughs> or what if it's one of those that makes the, like, like a mountain oh. bike kind of, you know, like yeah. he's in a gear and he's yeah. coming right for you. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I'm menacing. sure it was a, it was a situation. Yeah. Also. But imagining is a, it is kind of funny. I know, right? <laughs> this is in England. Do you think they ride bikes more than here? I don't know. Like, is that like running somebody over with your car? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, he almost, he almost gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking man, have you ever gotten taken out by a handlebar at the beach? I have, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that would and suck. For that's your what I'm kid's saying. Head. It, it would hurt, but like, what a soft threat. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just being a dick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, friend called the cops on him. Like, he's not a good guy. Yeah. He would also monitor their home security cameras and alarms and stuff to see when Joanna had come home or had left to keep tabs on her. So, he was controlling. Yeah. Not a good scenario. Not a good situation. Now, jump to July of 2007. Joanna had had enough, and she decided that she was going to file for a divorce. 2007? 2007. They this had two stuck kids. stuck it out for fucking... Ever. For 10, 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. They have two kids together. One is 10 and one's like eight or something like that. Damn. Yeah. She has enough and she's like, I'm tired of this life. I'm not going to do this shit anymore. I want a divorce. And so she filed actually while she was doing this divorce, she filed for a non-molestation injunction, which is basically a restraining order. Okay. So basically like he hasn't molested me or anything, but he's violently threatening me and I don't want, I don't feel safe around him. He needs to keep his distance. So she did that and she files for divorce. When she filed the report, she mentioned a time when Robert had called her from Hong Kong because he was an airline pilot, right? Mm -hmm. He called her and said something along the lines of, like, I'm having really dark thoughts, which I don't know what that means because it's a report. But I'm guessing maybe this was like a a thing he would say to her, like, like, I want to like he had explained it before. Yeah. yeah, And then it's like, I'm having my dark thoughts again. Exactly. And she cited an incident where he took a kitchen knife and held it up to her chest while holding her with the other hand behind her neck, like holding her still Mm. and threatening her. So, Mm. like, maybe that was like, you know, his dark thoughts. Maybe later when they talk it out, he's just like, I just have these dark thoughts, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't really fucking know. Ooh, that's fucked up. This guy has threatened her physically. She's in danger. Yeah. And so are her fucking children. Yeah. We're talking like serious shit here. This guy is threatening her or whatever, right? Yeah. So she files for divorce. And after that, she noticed that her security cameras had stopped working. And then when she checked it out, the power lines had been sliced on them. Sliced? Yeah, like he cut them. Yeah, but why? Because Like they're his. Because he doesn't want anybody to catch what he's going to do to her. Oh, no. Right? And then he's he's like staging the scene of they were sliced beforehand. Well, I don't know. Maybe. But she fucking caught when they were sliced? Well, so the power lines are sliced. She gets them fixed. And then shortly after that, security lights stopped working. And when she checked, those had also been cut. So it's like he's, like, trying to prime the stage so he could do something to her. Yeah. Or, like, she doesn't feel safe, right? Oh, um, my God. She started going through her credit card records. But he doesn't live with her now? No. Okay. They're separated. They're yeah. working on their divorce. The divorce was, like, long, drawn out and a nasty Ugly. one. Like, yeah. three years, I think. Was the span of the divorce. Goddamn. Yeah. 
And she started going through the credit card records and she found evidence that Robert had purchased spy equipment to help him keep track of her, like keep tabs. And he admitted during the divorce proceedings that he had bought a tracker and put it on her car. Like he was admitting that, yeah, I'm doing these things. I'm keeping tabs on her. My God. So like I said, the divorce dragged on for three years because the couple couldn't agree. Mainly the big argument was they couldn't agree who was going to get the family house. Mm Mm-hmm. And the assets and everything. But Joanna had been running a bed and breakfast, which Robert allegedly had invested 200,000 pounds into the business. Mm -hmm. And so they're arguing over that as well as the family home. And Joanna had actually bought this family home four years prior to meeting Robert. So she bought the house herself. And the house was literally in shambles. Like there was like a tree growing through the roof or some shit. And she fixed it up all on her own with her own money and everything. So this was her house that Robert moved into. And Robert was trying to like get the house. Steal it away from her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, like, get money from it or whatever. Yeah. So that's what was taking the divorce so long. What? Yeah, I know. What a fucking dick, dude. Yeah. But it sounds like he was just doing it to torment her also. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to give up my home. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? You're not going to bully me out of it. Exactly. In October of 2010, mm-hmm. so three years into the divorce, right? Mm-hmm. It was Halloween day. At 4 p.m., Robert Brown drove to Joanna's house to drop off their two children for the weekend. Okay. Or whatever. Like, it's his, it was his turn, and now it's her turn. At 4 p.m.? 4 p.m. Brian, you're cutting a little close to get fucking costumes on and shit, aren't you? I mean, usually it's like fucking 8 by the time the sun goes down in October. Yeah. I just want her to have the kids and have a fun Halloween. <laughs> she will. It's 4, you know? <laughs> She's still got a couple hours. Bring them home early. Get them dressed. Aw. Do they practice Halloween? I'm sure. Right? Celebrate? I mean, like, uh, we, oh, you mean like in England? Yeah, we got everything from them, so. Do they? I'm, I'm, I'm sure they do. All Hallow's Eve. Anyway, <laughs> their divorce hearing was only weeks away, mm-hmm. and Joanna was feeling pretty down that day. And I guess the night before, her friend said that she was like working on all of her paperwork and shit for the divorce. So she's feeling kind of rough today. Not her best day. Yeah. And she kind of felt like the divorce was never going to end and that Robert was just going to try to find the next thing to pick a fight about. And it's never he's never going to leave her alone. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, fuck, man, this guy is literally my nightmare. When Robert arrives to the home, he gets the kids home and they go inside and they start playing in the family room. And Robert goes inside the house and talks to Joanna, like in a hallway or something. And they're talking about the kids' education or something that Joanna had planned, but, like, Robert didn't agree with. So it started to turn into an argument. Mm -hmm. And while they're arguing, Robert begins to unpack one of the children's backpacks or bags that he had with all their clothes in it. And he had hidden a fucking hammer in there. What the fuck? A claw hammer. So he pulls a claw hammer out in the middle of this argument and he starts beating Joanna with it. What the fuck? And her children are like two doors down. They can hear what's happening. You said they were going to have a good Halloween. They did not have a good Halloween. You lied. Well, I don't even know if they celebrate Halloween. (laughs) That's true. But four o'clock is plenty of time to still have a great Halloween. (laughs) Just for the record. Not anymore. It's not. Not today. Not in Joanna's house. Jesus Christ. No. So he starts beating her with it, and she throws up her arms. Like, she has no idea what's happening, right? All of a sudden, she's just getting hit. Yeah. So she throws up her arms to defend herself, and he's, like, fucking cracking bones in her (gasps) arms and shit. He eventually hits her, I think, a total of 14 times. Oh, my God. Uh, He fractured her head in multiple locations, including her cheekbones, her eye sockets, her nose, and her skull. She eventually falls to the ground. He beat her so severely that he killed her in her own hallway. Oh, with my her children God. 
right there listening. The daughter said that she could hear the banging <gasps> of the hammer. But they didn't, I don't, it's not clear if they saw the attack, but they definitely heard it and they were cowering in the family room because I'm sure they were used to mom and dad fighting. Yeah. I'm guessing. I'm speculating yeah. on that part. Yeah. And then to hear the banging, I don't know, maybe they knew what kind of dad they had. I'm not really sure. But these kids were like 10 and 8. And oh they God, heard their mom die. Okay, so he kills her. She's in the hallway. He then picks her body up and puts her in the back in the trunk of their Volvo, his Volvo. Mm-hmm. And he covers her with a plastic sheet. And then he goes back into the house and disconnects the phone and all of the security cameras and everything. And he gets rid of them. Like, I think he takes them with him or something. But he's getting rid of evidence, right? Because yeah. security footage would have just shown him coming into the house and then carrying her body out to the car. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Not great at all. And then he has his children get into the fucking car with their dead mom inside of it. They all pile into the car together. Oh, my God. How fucking scary for those kids. As they drive away, they know mom's in the trunk because the son asks, are we taking mommy to the hospital? Instead, Robert decided to drop the children off at his house where he had his current girlfriend by the name of Stephanie was staying Mm -hmm. and asked her to watch the kids while he went into the garage and he grabbed duct tape, overalls, and shoe coverings. And they were described as forensic overalls. So I'm wondering if those are like the disposable kind. Oh, maybe. Because, yeah, the forensic overalls, I'm assuming it's coverall, no overall or something. Those like white ghostly looking ones. Yeah, yeah. It's It's not overalls, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Something to cover his clothes. Yeah. Stephanie was immediately concerned. Like, she went along with it, right? Like, yeah, I'll watch the kids, whatever, go do what you got to do. But she was immediately concerned by Robert's behavior. Because he had just gone to his ex-wife's house to drop off the kids and then come back with the kids. And then... And presumably has some blood on him. Mm-hmm. And acting weird and shit and going out to the garage and like, hey, watch my kids. Being fucking sketchy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Stephanie, the fucking hero here, she immediately calls Robert's parents <laughs> and is oh. like... Hey, man, Robert's acting weird. I think he might have just done something to Joanna. Like, I'm actually genuinely concerned about Joanna. Like, I need your help. What should I do? Oh, God. And so they reached out to Robert's brother, Kenneth, which I don't know. Maybe they had a close relationship or something. And they're like, hey, your brother's being fucking cray. We need your help. I don't know what they say, but they tell Kenneth. You could just call the cops and have them do a wellness check. Like, hey, anonymous. You could. But instead what happens is that Robert gets in the car, drives off to Windsor Great Park, which according to Google is like an ancient royal landscape of forest, grasslands, lakes, and gardens. Ah, yes. That is located in Windsor, England. Okay. (laughs) Um, Which is kind of by London, if anybody doesn't know where Windsor is because I didn't. I'm following. So he drives out to this park that is grasslands and forests and whatever. And he had already pre-dug a hole a year fucking prior. A, a year? year fucking prior. He pre-dug a hole that was the size of a garden box, which think of like garden bed in the U.S. Yeah. But like a garden box. But he put the garden box in the ground into the hole. And then he lined it with plastic so there wouldn't be any seepage. And then he took her dead body. He took a whole fucking coffin. He took, he made a coffin and had it all fucking pre-set up a year goddamn prior. He brought her dead body, smushed her into the box, like had to bend her in there because it wasn't a full size, like human size box or whatever. Well, I guess it was just not if you were just laying, you know? Yeah. And then he covered her with dirt, like buried her there. And then he buried like the shovel that he used around there. So he buries her in the forest somewhere of some 
Windsor Park. That nobody's going to find her in. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So the following morning at 5 a.m. That all happened at 4 p.m., right? So then yeah. you're guessing into the night. Um, uh, side wait. note here. Because I was going to say he had the hammer in the kid's backpack. So obviously this is premeditated in some kind of way. 1,000%. But like a year prior, that's some crazy premeditation. And number one, I wonder what happened then that prevented him from doing it. I wonder, a year like, ago, maybe you know? he just either chickened out or, like, circumstances wouldn't allow him to be alone or something to get it done. Well, because their divorce is going on for three years. And, like, security cameras were cut and things like that. So yeah. I wonder if he had tried multiple times and this is the one that just happened. Like, That's off. fucking crazy. Oh, my God. Isn't it? This guy sounds awful. Yeah. Now, it's 5 a.m. the next morning. And Stephanie sees Robert come home. So he's gone. Who's Stephanie? Stephanie the is the girlfriend okay. watching the kids. Sorry. So she's watching. No, no problem. So she's watching the kids from like, I don't know, 5 o'clock till 5 a.m. without Robert. And he didn't say when he's going to come home or anything. Like, be back in 10, just no, going to the I, store, I getting bourbon not. and cigarettes or whatever. Like, I guess fucking not. And she's not going to ask any questions because he's all disheveled and fucking bloodstained. Uh-uh. I'd be like, you go do your thing. Anyway, I'm going to change the locks while you're gone. Yeah. Is yeah. this her I house or his house? I don't want to be Christ. next. I guess it's his. It's Stephanie. his that Stephanie was staying at. Girl, I'd go. Like, uh, sorry, you're 10. You can I'm live. sure she was ready to. I'm sure yeah. she's like, what do I do with these kids? Okay. You're 10. Yeah. That's a whole ass adult, almost. Uh-huh. You're going to stay alone for a couple of hours. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm going to go. I'll call the cops to do a wellness check. I'll throw some chips on the ground so you can eat something. <laughs> yeah, some fruit loops. Oh, my God. Don't leave the kids. She did the right thing. She did. Okay, so 5 a.m., Robert returns home from his little escapade. And by 7.54 a.m., Robert's brother, Kenneth, had called the police. So I'm thinking it took that long for the parents to get a hold of Kenneth or something. I don't really know. Yeah. Kenneth calls the police on Robert and says that he's worried about Robert and that he may have killed his ex-wife, Joanna. So he fucking snitches instantly. As soon as Kenneth is like, I know what to do here. They were like, let's call your brother. She was like, I'm afraid that something happened to Joanna. Yeah. And then the parents were like, we'll have the brother handle it. And then he was like, I'm done here. I'm going to call the cops. Yeah. You know what you should have done if you're afraid something happened? Just call the cops. cops. I wonder if, like, the parents maybe lived far away or something and they were like, hey, Kenneth, go get your brother. I don't know. Yeah, go see what's happening. Exactly. So at 8.30 a.m., Robert himself had called the police to report a domestic dispute between him and Joanna. So wait, was that before or after Kenneth? After Kenneth. Okay. Like 30 minutes after Kenneth had called. He's like, anyway, just need to report report a domestic case because now he's gonna have neighbors or whatever being like yeah we kind of heard yelling yeah or something and he's got to be like yeah well there was there Honestly, was a little argument grand plan was but <laughs> so police immediately go to joanna's home where they find blood spots everywhere yeah like clearly a murder happened here and so they question the kids yeah like i'm sure they have some information yeah and by 10 a.m that morning robert was arrested on suspicion of murder mm-hmm. which i mean like fuck jesus christ that is on the heels of the murder you got busted yeah that's crazy you got to be like you didn't sleep for, pre- for premeditating a year out, you did a real shit job. Honestly. <laughs> you did. That, I don't know. What was he going to do if he didn't do it then? Just be like, oh, sorry, I left the hammer in the backpack. Right? Maybe that's why he had to do it. I don't know. Anyway, he gets arrested on suspicion of murder. A huge police operation was launched to find Joanna's body. And after four days of searching, Robert finally agreed to lead the officers to her makeshift grave. So I think think he was kind of like 
trying to not admit to it at first. Mm -hmm. He issued a one-page statement to the police saying that he had had an argument with Joanna, pushed her, and put her into the trunk. I think this was eventually, right? Like, yeah. At first, he he's like, oh, in the beginning, we had an argument. I don't know what happened. And then it's like all this evidence is coming out against him. So he issues a statement saying that they had an argument. He pushed her. No explanation as to, like, how she died other than a push, I guess. Then he says he put her in the car and then he was going to take her to the hospital, dropped off the kids, and instead of going to the hospital, took her to this grave. <laughs> well, I figured it was too late by then, so... <laughs> I had good intentions. Yeah. It's the thought that counts, I'm right? sure, yeah. Honestly, bud, no. Not in this situation. <laughs> it is not the thought that counts. Oh, I was gonna. Jesus Christ. In May of 2011, Robert was tried for the murder of his ex-wife, Joanna. Several friends and family members came forward as witnesses to attest to the extreme domestic violence that Joanna had endured in her marriage to Robert. Much of what should have been brought to the trial was not. For instance, the jury was never taken to the home to see how close her children were when Joanna was being murdered, and they were never taken to the burial place where they could see that Robert had clearly prepped the area for murder and where he had, like, buried shit. Instead, Robert got to take the stand and cry and tell this whole sympathy story, and he gains the jury's sympathy. Nuh-uh. The trial was supposed to take— No fucking way. It was supposed to take weeks, like four or five, six weeks or something, and it ended up taking only eight days. <gasps> The defense portrayed Joanna as some rich bitch who had led Robert to do this, like, horrible act. Basically, like, he says, she trapped me into marriage and we were miserable and she was so awful that, like, I just couldn't take it anymore. He said that he was railroaded by her and that he suffered from this, quote, adjustment disorder, which is an emotional disturbance that interferes with your normal functioning. And I'm like, who doesn't? Honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that sounds... Hormones? Yeah. But he was like, that's why she led me is because I have this disorder so she was, took advantage of me because I'm I was having a really disabled. hard time adjusting, and then I murdered her. Yeah. And the fucking jury bought it, dude. And he said that um, she had had an affair, but there's no evidence to suggest that, and that she was hiding this money from him so that he couldn't get any in the divorce. He's crying on the stand, I wish I didn't have to do this, blah, blah, blah. And Joanna doesn't get a voice, right? Yeah, obviously. And a lot of people who were supposed to, like, get up and take the stand and everything didn't get the chance to. I don't know why. But Robert said that the stress uh, – oh, oh, he said that he knew that their marriage was in trouble when he didn't get his normal birthday gift one year, which was a blowjob. He said that on the fucking stand. Like, don't you feel so bad for me? I didn't get my blowy. What the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. Sir? Oh, my God. Exactly. And he said that the reason that it happened right when it did was that the stress of the – divorce coupled with his current partner stephanie had had a miscarriage i guess had like activated his adjustment disorder (laughs) and the he just fucking killed joanna i guess all of joanna's family are like for sure positive like robert's gonna get the books he's gonna go away for life because there's so much evidence like he Mm -hmm. did it but instead what ended up happening was he pleaded not guilty of murder but instead pleaded guilty to manslaughter with diminished responsibility he fucking beat her to death with a hammer. Yeah. In front of his kids. That's fucking murder. Yeah. That's yeah. not diminished responsibility no, in anything. Sh- pre-fucking meditated a year out and there's all this evidence. It's insane, right? No, stop it. So it, He's in prison for life. Did he die? Well, Did I'll he get murdered you. in prison? I will tell you. Jesus Christ, insane. if this doesn't end that way. 
<laughs> Did he get murdered in prison? <laughs> so, so much of the trial was spent on Robert's story, and none of Joanna's story was actually told. So, the jury took pity on Robert. <sighs> it turns out domestic abuse cases in England come with a much lower sentence than a random murder case. Like, I guess it's just not as... Well, she's your wife, so you deserve yeah, to be you able get to hit to, her. You get to yeah. murder her. Yeah. Um, not that extreme, but it's pretty fucking close. Yeah. It's and logical. Also, you can only live with a woman for so long before you got to start. <laughs> yeah, before good. that hysteria hits in yeah. and you got to, like, whack them in place. Yeah. It seems that the judge wasn't as convinced as the jury. And when he was reading out his, like, sentencing, yeah, the judge was basically like, you used this adjustment disorder to, like, get away with murder. And he basically said that, like... Plenty of people suffer from this disorder and they don't murder anybody. Oftentimes, like, the primary factor of or primary characteristics of adjustment disorder have nothing to do with violence. And, you know, you historically showed time after time that you were a terrible person to Joanna. And, like, I don't buy it, but the jury bought it, so here we are, right? Oh, my God. So he got the most that he could give. The judge gave us the most that he could give in that scenario, which to the law was sentenced to 26 years. But as long as he doesn't commit any other crimes, he can be released automatically after serving half of the sentence with no risk assessment. So that, No risk assessment? So that means he was sentenced to 13 years yeah. in prison. And he doesn't have to face a parole board or anything. He just gets to be released after 13 years. And, like, don't do anything else for another 13 fucking years. Don't kill anybody. And you're cool. That's Jesus all Christ. fucking 13 years for murdering his wife with a claw hammer. So this happened whenever it fucking happened in 2010. So that takes us to... 2023 which is where we're living now in no. the year 2023 <gasps> and he is due to be released the week of november 6th of 2023 get the fuck out without here. having to go in front of a parole board or anything and the fucking joanna's family is like first of all this is insanely disappointing like yeah you're not even the justice system is not doing anything and they're campaigning to change laws so that abusers cannot claim that the victim drove them to kill their victim because that's how he got away with this yeah it was like basically she they, provoked me to choke you yeah because i crawled in bed late last, last night. night and i woke you yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's an eminem song i'm not being an asshole yeah i know <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> I know you're aware. <laughs> anyway. But that's basically what he's saying. Yeah. She provoked me to fucking kill her. I had no other choice. He ran into my knife. <laughs> he ran into my knife ten times. He had it coming. No. Yeah, but isn't that fucking awful? Oh, my God. That's fucking insane. Okay, so her, their family is just like, oh, my God. First of all, we need to change the laws around here because this is fucking insane. We're living in 2023, and this is still a thing. Yeah. You can still claim, like, if it's between a um, um, wife and a husband, yeah, that it's, like, technically less than if... If Robert just would have murdered some random person on the street the same way he did to Joanna, he would be in prison for life. But, but since because it's, a... it's his wife, and she, quote, provoked him on his disorder, he got 13 years. What the fuck? And he's crazy. Like, so her family is like, we need to change the laws. And I keep thinking you're about to say locks. And I was like, they should have done that a long time ago. Really, honestly, you should really change the locks, too. 
They say that they're fighting to keep Robert in prison, not because they want justice for Joanna. They're like, we're never going to get justice for her. The system is too fucking corrupt. Yeah. And it's not even because it's not fair. Like, they know that the system's not fair. They want to do it for their own protection and for the protection of other women. And the kids. And the kids. They're like, what if Robert comes out with revenge? Like, this whole time we've been talking shit about him. Yeah. And telling him what a terrible person he is because he is. And we've been very open about it. We've been witnesses and everything. We haven't hidden our identity for shit because we wanted justice for Joanna. You didn't give it to us. Yeah. And now we have to live in a world where this man is just about to get to walk free with no risk assessment. Oh he's my god. He's shown he's violent time after time. He held a fucking knife up to her. Yeah. Not only could he do this to us and know where we live and all this other stuff, but he could go do that to another chick. Like yeah. it's not safe for him to be out and about running around in this world. How old is he? Uh, I want to say he's probably like 50s now. I think he was like early 40s when that happened. Wow. May, if Or late 40s. I don't really know. Somewhere yeah. around there. Another reason why they're worried about revenge is like basically they ruined his life by being a witness. You know, like he yeah. can't be an airline pilot. He used to make a lot of money doing that. He's not going to have that. Like they're obviously he's going to seek revenge. He's that kind of person. He showed he was that kind of person. He just did that to Joanna. Yeah. What do you think? He's just going to come out quietly and calmly and not. Right. Hit up everybody that he's been talking to before in his previous life. Exactly. And so Justice Secretary Alex Chalk has vowed to the family that he will do everything he can to keep the public safe and that they and the family is like due to meet with this Justice Secretary guy in October to discuss Robert's potential release. But I guess. Potential release, though? Yeah. I guess, historically speaking, these secretary people can make them stay longer But I don't think it has been used often, whatever law that is. And Mm -hmm. I don't really, obviously, I clearly don't understand the laws. So the family is, like, begging this person, like, please don't let Robert out. And he's like, I will do an assessment. And if he is safe to the public by that assessment, then basically there's nothing I can do. Uh, But, yeah, so it sounds like Robert's going to be getting out early November. So we'll have to keep track of that. Jesus. And the family is, like, fucking terrified. I bet. All because of a law. scary. Yeah. And so they're trying to change the laws and everything, too. Like, can you imagine your family member dying, not getting justice, and now you have to take on the burden of fucking the justice system? Yeah, Because right? nobody's helping you. Yeah. It's either lay down, change your whole fucking identity in life, change everything, or stay where you are, risk being murdered at any second, or fight the justice system. Like, this poor family has been through fucking enough. God, that sucks. But if he does get out, I hope he just lays low and disappears. I hope he's like, God damn, I was a different person then. Yeah, like that was a rough point in my life. Now I'm on medication for my adjustment. Honestly. Fucking. Something, huh? Whatever. Oh my God, how terrible. so sad? That is really sad. Those poor kids. I know. I wonder how they're doing. I guess the older one would be 23 or 5-ish maybe. Something like that. That's got to fuck you up, man. That's fucked up. And the family took the kids away from him. So that's another thing. Like, the kids went to go live with Joanna's family, I guess. I think her parents, maybe? Well, were they going to live with him in prison? No, but, like, they didn't go to his family. Oh. Well, listen. Honestly. (laughs) But, like, and they're never going to let them see the kids again. I mean, they're adults now, so. Yeah, they're adults, so I guess they'd make that choice themselves. But I I wouldn't have either. No way. He put you through a lot. wild. That's fucking insane. That sucks. Man. Super sucks. So, if you guys want to check out pictures pertaining to that case, go to our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads. And by Twitter, I mean X. Duh. Also, you can 
email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com or you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And also, please subscribe, rate, and review and go tell all your friends about us. And also, I don't think we mentioned it on the podcast. Maybe we did, but we're going to be getting rid of ads soon. So you're welcome. Yeah. So sorry about that for a while. We're trying. We're trying. Yeah. We'll figure it out. It's coming. Don't worry about it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Hoo-ah! I gotta pee again.